1924, Dallas Theological Seminary was going through a really rough time. They were going to go bankrupt. So the day of the foreclosure, Dr. Harry Ironside, the president of the school, called the staff and faculty together to pray. And as they gathered around to pray, Dr. Ironside often would pray this prayer as he did that morning, and it's this. Lord, we know the cattle on a thousand hills are thine. Please sell some and, and give us the money. Well, they continue on their prayer meeting, and then they left a receptionist out to greet anybody that came in. And this tall, oil Texan walks into the school. And in his southern draw, I won't do it, I don't think, but he says to the receptionist, I sold two cattle car loads, uh, of, of, uh, two, two car loads of cattle I've sold. And he says, I've been trying to do a business deal all day and it hasn't worked. And so I thought, wondering if y'all needed the money. And he handed her the check. She excused herself, went to where they were praying, and came in and said, Harry, God has sold some cattle for you. I love that story. And I, what I like about that story is, is that is not a one-off. God continues to this day to bring us uh, the answers to our prayers, to rescue us. And as we move into this psalm today, Psalm 18, it is about God rescuing. It is, it is David's remembering how God delivered him, how he delivered him from, from King Saul as he was on the run for King Saul. He was God, he, his way of declaring that God had provided cattle on a thousand hills for him. Now, this psalm is 50 verses long. There's no way that you and I can get through 50 verses in 10 minutes. And so I'm going to leave you to do the bulk of the, uh, uh, of the reading of this psalm. We're going to look at the first three verses. So I encourage you tonight to maybe pause and take some time and to read through this whole entire psalm. And, and in doing, pause for a little bit and reflect what he is saying and see where the Holy Spirit is, is wanting you to praise him and to remember uh, what God has done, how you can learn from this psalm. It, it is one of my favorites, uh, and there's a reason for it. So let's jump into this psalm today, and let's read the first few verses. And David starts off this way, I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer. My God is my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation my stronghold. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise, and I am saved from my enemies. There's a lot in these verses. So let's begin. The declaration, that starting point that, that David often does in many of his psalms is he makes a declaration, and he declares where he says, I love you, Lord. What's interesting about this word that he uses, his Hebrew word for love, is that it's the only time that it's used in this manner. See, it's a love of emotion, a love of feeling. And, and we read in the Old Testament where this word is used, where, where a person will use it towards another person, or a person will use it towards something else, or God will use it towards his people, the people of Israel. But here, 
it's David saying that I, I'm emotionally invested in loving you. And, and when we come to that point, how can it not be that? Because he is remembering how God delivered him from the hand of Saul. And as he remembers it, he can't help but say, God, I am in love with you because of what you have done. But isn't it true that as we go through life and we go through our struggles and our trials and our tribulations and in the midst of them, they can seem so dark, it can be so black, it can seem so hard, and we will even say, God, where are you? And I think we need to be like David where we will pause and reflect back on a difficult situation or a difficult time and see where God's fingerprints are all over that difficult time, where He was there. He was our deliverer. He was our stronghold. He was our shield. Where That's where we'll go next as we look at this. So um, it, 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 it's a it, it, it's a great way to start off, and it's a great reminder for us to reflect back on what God has, has done. This next part that we'll look at, at the end of verse 1 and, and verse 2, we miss a little bit of the nuances that are in there. Actually, not a little bit. We miss a lot. The Hebrew makes it very clear in, in how David writes this bit of poetry that words go together. It, it's obvious when we see the word rock— um, and so it, it talks about my God is my rock, and then it says again, my, my God is my rock. Uh, but those actually, even those two words, rock, rock, are two different words. We'll, we'll explore what those words are. But here are the words that go together. Um, the word my strength and my horn uh, go together. Uh, the words fortress and stronghold go together. The words deliverer and shield go together. So in our remainder of our time, let's, let's kind of breeze through here and look just briefly at how they go together. The first part is my strength and my horn. Remember, it's, it's not David saying that, oh, I have this strength or I have this salvation. He is pointing back to God and he's saying, God, you are my strength. God, you are my horn. This strength that he's talking about is to be strong, hard, tough, enduring qualities. That's what it's talking about. And it's saying that's who God is. God is strong. God is tough. God is enduring. That's who my God is, he says. And, and it's a great challenge for us today to say, where is God in the victories of my life? Where do I see that he is strong in my life? Where do I see this, this horn? When he talks about this horn, it's a, it, it's a picture of how they used a horn. They use it as, a, as an instrument, but they also use it as a, as a horn in battle, a horn of salvation, crying for the army to come, or a horn of how animals would come and in their strength see who's the strongest and hit themselves together like a two sheep would, would come into battle and, 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 and the stronger one would win. And that's the picture that David has here. God, you are my horn uh, in this case. You are the strength in this. And then he talks about, God, you are my rock. And he repeats it again, my rock. The two words that he uses here for rock, one is a word to talk about a, a uh, crevice or something in a mountainside. Or, and the other one is this like boulder. 
And, and so the two are, are really great because David is saying that, God, you are the place where I can slip into and I can hide uh, from my enemies. So you are my rock. And as well as, God, you are my rock. I stand on you. You are solid. Isn't it true in our struggles that we go through at times, things can feel very shaky around us. And to be reminded that God is solid, he's our solid rock that we can stand on and that we can find a place that we can hide. We can find that crevice to hide. Then we come to the next part, which is, God, you are my fortress. And we put together that you are my stronghold. And I think with this, we typically think of of a city with a wall around it, a thick rock wall around it. But remember, David was in the desert and he was running from David. And this fortress is actually the description of where you would find a cavern. Um, and in it, you would go and you would hide in a cavern, not like a crevice, but a, an actual cave that you would go into. And we know that David went into caves because we read in his account of how he could have taken King Saul's life, but he didn't when he was hiding in a cave. But I, what I like about this is a picture that in the midst of what we're going through, that we would be able to see maybe later on where we had places that were our refuge. It was our places where we could go and we could um, relax, where it was safe. It was safe to be. Maybe it was a garden. Maybe it's our home. Maybe it's a place by the sea that we go, that it's, a, it's, it's, our, it's our safe place. But if we can see more than a physical place, that God is safe. Um, I know some say, well, no, he's not safe. Uh, uh, no, God is a safe place for us to go and find refuge. And then we come to the last part where he says that, God, you are my deliverer and you are my shield. Affirmation that he cannot do it. He's saying, I can't deliver myself. I cannot deliver myself. And neither can we in anything that we face in our life truly deliver ourselves. We cannot deliver ourselves from the temptation of sin. But God can. We cannot deliver ourselves from the hurt that causes bitterness that we need to come to forgive. Through Christ we can forgive. Through Christ we can overcome the hurt that we experience. And and then he says, you are my shield. And it's a part here where the shield is like you are my sovereign. And, and being sovereign means this, is that there is nothing that happens outside of God's influence or authority. Nothing. So it's like this shield is that whatever comes to us, it, it's there. Whether it's above us, whether it's over here, here, it's a shield that, that, that blocks whatever would come to us because God is sovereign. He knows all things and he holds all things together. So where can we go? Well, we can only come to the conclusion that Paul, that, excuse me, David comes to here, which he says, I call upon the Lord who is worthy of my praise, and I have been saved from my enemies. I, I would encourage you that take some time to reflect back on some of the trials and the tribulations and, and, and the struggles you have gone through, and, and reflect back and, and declare where you've seen God to be your shield, where he has been your stronghold, where he's been your rock, as David does in this psalm. And if you're going through a particularly tough time right now, I want to encourage you to know that you will be able to see 
that God is your shield, that he, ha- he is right now your rock. You may have a hard time recognizing it, but it doesn't change the fact that that's who he is. Persevere, for you too will be able to reflect and see that we have a God in which we can say, I love you, Lord. God bless you this week. Thank you.